Welcome to the Games Revealed Podcast, brought to you by Bunny Strike Studios. This is James. I'm Tyson. And this is Shagwa. And we're bringing you another sweet, sweet, juicy podcast. This time it's going to be a special, and it's one that is going to be amazing this time. Like, we're, we always have a good podcast, but this one's going to be fun because we're speculating, and we're also getting pumped for the games coming out this year. Yeah, starting the new year out, there's been already a lot of announcements out there. Uh, games releasing, some rumors, some, uh, you know, who knows if it's even a rumor, but people are talking about it, and so we want to talk about it as well. Rumors yep, and if, if we have a little extra time at the end, we'll get into some stuff that are just, is just hearsay, that but that we hope is true, but that'll depend on uh, how much we geek out about the stuff we're going to talk about in between here. Exactly. <laughs> but the one thing I wanted to start us off with is, you know, really we didn't see the new consoles drop till basically the end of this last year, so pretty much we're starting off the new year with these new consoles, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and Series S, uh, and a rumor that there may be a Switch Pro coming this year. So what do you guys think about that? Like, I, I've been lucky enough to get my hands on the PS5, and um, I am loving it. I honestly was, at first, was a little underwhelmed because it's just like you're playing your games on a console. It's the same as it always is. But then seeing the difference as I've, moved from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5, I've actually been pretty impressed with it. So I'm actually looking forward to, as we get deeper into the development cycle of the consoles and the games really start to push the limits, I'm, pr- I'm pretty hyped about it. Uh, I'm definitely pumped about the Switch Pro. I'm all about that Switch life. I think that's my my upcoming one for me is I, I'm excited for the Switch Pro. Yeah, I'm all about that portable gaming, and I love the, the fact that the regular Switch can play The Witcher, and I know I've said it a billion <clears> times. Uh, and the pro hopefully will be able to unlock more of what we can play on the on the go. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I'm all Cyberpunk. about. Oh well, it yeah, plays I it love... right now via if you hack it. Yeah. <laughs> if you hack yeah. it, it'll run it. But who knows? I mean, how I've seen the PS1 mod, so I think we'll be good. Uh, I've seen the Atari <laughs> mod, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my Should one thing good. with the Switch Pro is, uh, is it gonna be different enough that I'm gonna want to spend money on it? Tyson knows. I, I don't know if I've told James about this, but I love the Switch because it's basically become like the RPG hub, uh, which That's is my true. favorite genre of game. And I can take it with me when I go on vacation and have all my favorite games there. But but is the Switch Pro going to offer enough new features that I'm going to want to spend the money to upgrade? Yep. And that's the question. I so we'll I see. Know, but... I mean, right now, we don't even know if it's actually coming. But considering yeah. that it's the 35th anniversary for Zelda and Breath of the Wild 2 is speculated to come out this year, uh, that would sell a lot of consoles. So I kind of think that it is going to happen. Well, this, I got to get my daughter a present anyway, so and that's how I get them gifts is I give them my old consoles and get me the new ones. So uh, either way, I'm getting it. That's a brilliant way to do it. It really <laughs> is. I wish that's, I had stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the move. I got to get my kids now so I can pawn my old stuff onto yeah, it's them. it's great. Now we all, you know, it's an easy way to play together now. I Since I'm the PC guy, I'm all about the performance. And so if you can give me something that looks better, I'll buy it. And I like the Switch more than... I think right now I, I like it a little bit more than my PlayStation, even though the they, if you, exclusives wise, that's why I go to PlayStation because they have really good exclusives. But it's like Switch, if let's say if there's no such thing as exclusives, I'd be PC Switch on the go. I yep. love those combos so much. With and the Xbox, I'm actually more excited for as a system than than PlayStation. But PlayStation has the exclusives, but. Maybe not anymore. Maybe not anymore, yeah. And that's part of our rumor mill. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year for sure. I think COVID's going to push off a lot of games, and so these new systems, 
uh, I think they're just going to have kind of a rough start with some of the new games coming out just because I don't yeah. think as many, because even a lot on our list is just TBA, you know, to be announced. And so, yeah. and with a rocky launch like Cyberpunk, people are going to be afraid potentially to release too. And so there's, I think there's, it's going to be a very, I think a good year for gaming, but a very uh, unsure when things are going to come out. Uh, if you're going to get enough games for these new systems, I don't know, but at least they play the old games better. And that's where I think they kind of killed it. Yeah. Yeah. I and can't. I'll say we're going through the growing pains of the new consoles over these last two months. So I think as we chunk into this first year, it'll smooth out and it'll be awesome. And we do have a lot of, in my opinion, great games lined up. 2021 is at least game wise looking to blow 2020 out of the water. So thank you COVID for that. <laughs> yeah. Especially with what's already been announced with like hard dates. Yeah. 2021 should have some solid games, even if it's not a ton of them, what's already been announced as releasing this year uh, should keep us busy for the year. Honestly, it's very, very exciting. Oh yeah. A lot of good stuff. Speaking of good out. things, uh, there's a new game coming out. Oh, yeah. Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's... Oh, okay. I was going to say when, in 2021? 2020, 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 2020, 21. <laughs> no, it's <Guilty>. good. <laughs> no, uh, I think this is at the top. Um, I don't know about for Shag, but this is at the top of um, a lot of the people I know's list is the new Resident Evil. Resident Evil. It's the Re- uh, Resident Evil Village 9, I believe. It's Resident Eight. Evil 9. Eight. 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 Yep. What is Vil- yeah. Eight. V-I-I-I. <laughs> if I can read. Ocho, because the last one was seven. No, I, yeah, what am I thinking of nine? <laughs> I don't know. There's there's something that's, okay. Oh, that, breath of the you're wild. that excited. You're like, I'm excited for eight and I'm excited for nine. <laughs> so yeah, Resident Evil, eight, the village. Got yeah. Uh, village, honestly, it's looking incredible. Uh, we were talking about this earlier, and I love the direction that Resident Evil's going. Uh, I like that they're remastering the older stuff, which gives us a, a nice, crisper game experience in those game worlds. But I like that we're getting these new first-person experiences because, honestly, that's what I like is the horror that this uh, universe brings. Yeah. And I think these newer games with uh, Resident Evil 7 and now with 8 are really delivering that true horror experience that I think the first mm-hmm. one's delivered for the time. Uh, nowadays, maybe not so scary, but for the time, very scary games. And that's what I like that they're bringing that's back. That's where they kill it. They're yeah. killing it because they're able to uh, produce as much content as you can. Make sure it's good, though. And that's one of the things that like these new pub- like these uh like old school publishers I guess into the new world, um or you know this age now, th- it's not about bringing good content. They just bring as much as they can to yeah. milk it. Th- with the Resident Evils, I really feel like the remasters are true to the old ones. The new games coming out are fresh and different. And mm-hmm. even with I was a little worried when I saw eight. I'm like, oh, it's just it looks like another seven. But it looks very gritty in a very different way in villages. It feels like Resident Evil 4 in the Resident Evil 7 world, which Resident Evil 7 already kind of looked like that in some ways. It just it had that village, and that village reminds me of Resident yeah. Evil 4. And it was the trailer that we're talking about. And maybe we'll throw some trailers and stuff for all this stuff in our notes. But yeah, we'll throw them on the Discord uh, yeah. in the podcast channel. And, yeah, yeah. Or, Join the Discord. Is that, is that a public channel, James, the podcast one? Yeah, I'll throw that in the notes, too, for the podcast. And Perfect. We'll get it. We'll get yeah. to a lot more stuff with what's coming up for this year because you guys, you guys, the bunny crowd out there, you're going to love what we have coming for you. 
Oh, yeah. So I got to say my excitement for Resident Evil 8, I'm pumped to finally be excited about a Resident Evil again because it kind of felt like they were going less horror and more spooky for the kind of middle games with a little bit of a sci-fi vibe. And it just kind of like it didn't kill it for me. They were still fun games, but it lost that like special spark that it had in the early, early days. Uh, But with seven, they started to kind of get back on course. And it might just be me, but it seems like seven and eight especially have kind of a like an influence from the Rob Zombie horror movies, just a lot like James was saying, gritty mm. and much more focused on, on really trying to creep you out and not just getting weird with the story. Um, so I actually am legitimately excited for this. And unlike seven, seven looked a little janky to me, which is why I never really was pumped for that one. Wait, but you the graphics never played on seven? Look amazing. Didn't no, cut, I watched you play it, so I didn't need to play cut it. Cut the line. Okay. We're cutting a uh, shag off now. You can't, you can't hear him now. I'd cut his line. Get him, man. No, no, uh, no I'm surprised. I was I'm living surprised. with Tyson at the time, and I was able to watch him play through the entire oh. thing. So it was it was better than I thought it was going to be. But I also didn't see a need to play it after having witnessed the whole thing. So. Yeah, and, and he saw it all uh, repeated quickly. I'm pretty sure I played that shit back to back like three times. I love New Game Plus, I man. I'm a sucker for that. Played it twice because the New mm-hmm. Plus, the New Game Plus is good. Resident Evil does a good job solid. with New Plus. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, they're oh man, just more Resident Evil. It's one of my favorite franchises. Oh, yeah. And I feel like because they were deviating, even though I still don't mind 6 and 5 too much, they're definitely at the bottom of my list. And if they kept on going that route, I probably would have gotten bored with the series, but they really did rebound. They did a good job. Yeah. This is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm not claiming that I ever beat them all or played them all. Uh, I never played... I didn't like the tank controls. I loved that they brought third person in. Uh, But when uh, 6 was released, I bought it and returned it that day at a loss because GameStop was not uh, (laughs) taking them back for full refund so i took it at a loss but i was happy with it because that was a garbage game i loved four five was okay six Mm -hmm. meh uh not for me so i love that seven picks up in a different direction first person it's a new experience which i was wary of to begin with but i love the direction they're going with it so one that i'm not so pumped about though final (laughs) fantasy what is yeah, this? And this, is, this is my Terrible. hype train for the year. I am so pumped about this game. Uh, I do want to say, though, what you said about Resident Evil, I reflect all those same feelings for each of those games. Uh, but anywho, Final Fantasy 16, guys, I am so pumped. Um, it's got Mother Crystals, Icons, which are basically your summons from the old games, and then it's focused around these dudes called Dominants, which are basically the chosen ones of these icons or these big scary monsters. It looks like it brings in a little bit of that Final Fantasy XII style where there's going to be warring factions and nations, also a little reminiscent of uh, Type Zero. But the combat style is Final Fantasy XV, except this time it actually looks like it's going to be good. Like, XV was a good game, but let's be real, that combat was lacking. This game looks like it's simplified it more to like a Devil May Cry style, uh, giving you a little more like combo focus and... Uh, just less of that weird Kingdom Hearts style that F- Final Fantasy 15 ha- had. So I'm excited. The combat looks cool. The graphics look amazing. And it looks like they're trying to bring it into a more still a fantasy game, but a little more like real world with like the period and, and how everyone dresses, uh, hierarchy and stuff like that, classes, different things like that. It, it looks great. And I'm super excited about it. Unfortunately, this one, as far as I know, does not have an actual uh, even a speculated release date. So it's a TB uh, to be determined, but I might be the only one here that's excited about it. It's very possible that James could be, but I, Final Fantasy for me is the ultimate love of my life. 
Well, I'll I'll say this much: what would improve that game is some uh, rehaul of that combat system, and if they turned it more like into Dundertale, I think it'd be uh, incredibly successful. <laughs> I'm ex- Dundertale. <laughs> I, I'm excited for the game. Um, Fifteen. I need to I actually want to finish it. I started playing it on I think PlayStation, and I got it for this is this is my life. I get it for PlayStation because it's exclusive at the time, and then they come out with a PC version before I finish it, and I'm like, I want to play it on PC, and so I stop playing it. I don't play anymore. (laughs) I like 15. 15 was actually a good game. I mean, if you like boy bands and stuff like that. That's what it felt like. It was a Japanese boy band, but it was fun. At the same time, you guys should see James's PC game list of games he needs to play. It's disgustingly long. Like, once it entered the quad digits, uh, then it it became something that might not happen. All I know is... uh, (laughs) If someone donates enough to the podcast, I will play through all of them in a, in a single year. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but, we'll, but we'll put off, game, we'll put off game development for that whole year so James has time to get he, through he, the backlog. He's going to need a three PC stream setup just so he can run three games at the same time. This is like one of those tip-to-tip ratio scenarios. He's going to have to maximize his gaming potential to, to get through that list in a year. Yeah, no, I, w- I really would. Uh, yeah, I love Steam. I okay, like Steam mod, cells. Sorry. Speed through the game 10 times yeah, i should say don't get me wrong final fantasy 15 is a great game has one of the best bad guys in any final fantasy series and the story is good but it's that it's the mechanics of the fighting that i just never was excited about. i agree so that with the new one i'm excited about it in the new one i'm ex- i'm excited this this one does look better this one looks i was a little hesitant um but i like i like the way this one's going yeah and speaking of the new one New Sons of the Forest. Not to change Sons topics, but we're done with Final Fantasy, it, and it shall never be talked about on the podcast again. Um, <laughs> but no, Sons of the Forest, new announcements. Uh, it recently made its uh, release date announcement, uh, I believe, on the anniversary of uh, the Sons of the Forest release, right? Holy shit, what's going on here? Oh, I love it. I missed oh, humor. James is messing with you so hard. It's so funny. Where's the humor? I missed it. I flipped Final <laughs> Fantasy down again. So yeah, put it, put oh it on the list again so God, that we can talk about it. You son of a bitch. You sons of bitches. I'm sorry. Go for it. No, but uh, so I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for the Sons of the Forest Uh, was released. I think it was uh, announced uh, release date was announced on the anniversary of when uh, the forest was um, released. Right. So they kind of kept it on like this uh, anniversary announcement release type of thing. So hopefully we'll be seeing that uh, the end of this year. Yeah. But if I didn't know that I wish it was sooner, but I feel like it'll be the end of the year. It looks like it's mm-hmm. it's for like it looks like they must be polishing it. I I bet you ever and this is the thing. I bet every game company Everybody right is, now yeah, learning is like, let's make sure we QA test our game extra because of Cyberpunk. <laughs> because I don't think anyone wants that scandal, especially smaller companies. And I, so, oh. I love the saying: "Learn from be the be, learn." Hold on, sorry. Uh, be a wise man and learn from the fool basically is what this is what the saying is shortened down uh, and I think every game company is taking the fool and learning quite a lot from this freaking shit show and my saying is <laughs> learn by being the wise man exactly and that's what all these companies are doing <laughs> <No>. <laughs> by learning from the fool they're not going to be the fool learning the hard lessons they're going to learn from the fool to not repeat that and oh, I I'm think s- that I think everyone is taking that note and going let's shore up everything exactly but this one looks like it's ready 
my philosophy has yeah. always been learning by burning. So, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta say, like, I'm legitimately excited for Sons of the Forest in this genre of game. This has been my the the first Forest was my favorite hands down, and I'm so excited about this one that I if if it if the PS5 version is delayed, I will wait for that one. Um, cause I want to get the best, the most out of this game. I love that series. Uh, that's and PC. I hope they keep putting more out. It's just a cool freaking franchise, man. You can plug your PlayStation five controller into the PC and it'd be the same thing. Nope. You're fired. Get out. Yeah, get fired. Oh my <laughs> I mean, I guess me and me and Tyson are going to be playing it by ourselves then because, uh, that no, game is I'll have it on with PC a too, you know, this is a game I'm happy to buy twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You bought the last one twice, didn't you? Yeah, so uh, I think you bought it for me yeah, once because no. I wasn't convinced I wanted to play it. I know, I liked it so that's much how I that convinced I bought you. It. Yeah, he bought it, bought it for him on Steam, and then he went and tur- turns around, buys it on PlayStation. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, I like it enough. I'm getting this shit twice. I've done that with a handful of games, but no, Son- Sons of the Forest. I'm very excited for it. Unfortunately, again, not a solid release date on it. But again, my my guess is going to be end of the year on their anniversary, basically. Oh, the trailer on this game is just it's beautiful. You have to watch it. It's the snow's beautiful. Oh yeah, everything about this you can you, chopping the wood is easier, making your bases easier. Everything about this, they they really did do a good job of like what you should do in a sequel. Oh they yeah, improved mm-hmm. everything about the original that was good. And then and, added and added, yeah, and it really yeah. it feels. I'm so excited to get just hunted and screwed over by these. Uh, by these cannibals <laughs> with you guys. I just, I can't wait until we can join the forest. Oh, yes. Come join the forest. You'll find me in the forest. Yeah, and maybe by then we'll we'll have a little bit of a you can view party. We'll have a oh, view party yeah. for that one. Yeah, that'd be sick. Very exciting. So, another exciting one. And this is one where, like, I think I am more excited for Sons of the Forest in the sense I really, well, I don't know. Because I have seen a trailer for the Back for Blood is the next game. I've seen a trailer for it recently, and it got me super pumped for it. Before I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, this looks really good. I'm excited. Uh, but, yeah, this game is uh, definitely looks much better after you see that trailer. It's the sum of the alpha, and it's essentially a spiritual... Well, it's not. It's, it's a successor to Left 4 Dead. It's by the same company um, that did it before they split off with Valve. It's uh, Turtle Rock... And it really does. It feels like a much more mature version of Left 4 Dead, where Left 4 Dead has a lot of good stuff. But you can de- when you go back and play, we have a podcast on it. We talk about that. Um, but we, w- you know, it feels a little, you know, simple, David? a little too simple. A little, yeah. The graphics hold up. That's the thing with the Source Engine. The graphics hold up actually pretty well. It just feels dated, which that, mm-hmm. can, that is always part of the, the graphics, but Back for Blood graphics look amazing. Oh, the gun, the Guns, gun animations alone looks so interesting. Like Counter-Strike meets um, Left 4 Dead is what it feels like because there's also like some buying. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It just adds some more depth to it that I think Left 4 Dead was uh, very much uh, missing in that this will be more replayable, I feel like. Yep. I just love yeah, that. Yeah, I can it was see that because horde games for me, like they they're super fun, but for a little bit, they're like they're the types of games that I'd prefer to rent if we still had blockbusters. <laughs> uh, just because after you've experienced the horde enough times, it just kind of is that forevermore, and then I just don't care to go back. But I haven't seen the trailer for this one. I'm gonna check this out. It actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it looks dope. I just love that it was Left for Dead, 
And just like what that means, you're left for dead, but now you're back for blood. Yeah, they do a good job with their titles. I'm very yeah, I love it. Just when that hit me, I was just like, solid title choice. Yeah. So with so with this game and Shag, these types of games are might not be for you, but you know, it's the it's the whole going through with a friend, being repetitive, shooting, and being able yes. to do it on harder difficulties and stuff. It's, the replayability is about going through and making it just because the the Left 4 Dead had a director, so every time you went through, it was just a little different. Um, I wonder how they're going to do that with this. But if you can, if I can get, because I got a good probably forty hours out of Left 4 Dead, maybe fifty. Um, mm-hmm. It's also something I played with Susanna a lot, so it also has like more also a more of a, an importance to me on just on an emotional level too. So. Yeah, well, plus... That's what's going to keep the marriage a multi, As a multiplayer gamer, I'm kind of, like, a little weak in that department. Like, I do like to multiplay when it's convenient for me. So I, I'm different than a lot of gamers in that regard, where I, I very much prefer my single-player experiences by a long shot. Yeah, I'm mixed on that. I do. I like both, and I like these types of games for multiplayer, like The Forest, yeah. where I'm not actually going against another person as much as you're in there with your buddies to survive. I love that. And that's what makes mm-hmm. both the Sons of the Forest and Back for Blood on the top of my list for the year. So this next one for me, uh, honestly, I considered even throwing it above Final Fantasy, but I refuse to uh, move off of my biases with Final Fantasy. But as far as like a new IP goes, this game just looks awesome. Bringing a whole bunch of new stuff to the table. I'm excited. It's called Ghostwire Tokyo. The announcement trailer came out a while ago. Uh, and it is speculated to be released in 2021, but with no particular portion of the year. So there's no Q1, Q2, it's just 2021. And basically what this looks like is like, it has like a Silent Hills vibe to it, uh, but it's like a modernized ghost game with uh, the Japanese flair. You know how they are with telling ghost stories. So there's a lot of different types of ghosts and it seems really cool, really creepy. The, uh, The vibe looks excellent. But on top of that, like you actually get to like, exercise the ghosts and not like in the traditional hold the holy cross out and splash some water on it way like you have like your spiritual energy and stuff in your i mean more japanese theme very much but it it kind of looks like an action game like a first person action game where you actually get to fight the ghosts but it still has those creepy moments and things like walking in front of you like kind of like fear did where you got those like weird just like what's happening right now I, I honestly have never, even when looking up games and seeing what's coming out, I don't I don't think I saw this one at all. You saw the trailer with me, though, didn't you? Who are you? What year is it? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> I, I agree with you, uh, Shag. I, I, I think this looks really exciting. It's very much heavy Japanese. Um, there's a lot of Japanese horror anime out there, and... It's, you know, and it's based off of their culture and it's, that's really fascinating. And this feels like it goes yeah. in that line. And that's a vein that we've, that we really haven't hit. So if they can do like a triple A title kind of in this vein, I think it will be a killer hit this year because like uh, Ghost of Tsushima was a killer one last year. We don't have a lot of samurai. Yeah. That are good. Well, and this one's cool too because it looks like that Silent Hills vibe with the modernization. I say Silent Hills as in the one that was supposed to be made by Kojima, but it also has a little bit of that Persona thing going on, where it's like the person can see between like the normal world and the ghost world uh, that you're playing as, which is a very Persona-esque type of thing. But I gotta say, like the trailer for this, for what it looks like it'll bring to the table, I honestly think this could be a game of the year contender. So I'll just leave it at that. 
Dang, that's wild. Yeah, that is definitely not one that I heard of, but now listening to it and doing the quick little search that I did while we were talking about it uh, looks very interesting. <laughs> I'm pumped about this game, and honestly, quite funny with how we ordered our list because uh, not knowing anything about Ghostwire Tokyo really leads us into our next game, another uh, paranormal game, which is The Medium, and something that I'm pumped about and which is weird because I'm not normally pumped about these types of games. These seem like uh, very much those um, mystery discover games, like very story driven, very dialogue driven. Uh, I usually don't jump into those, especially when it doesn't seem like there's much combat or anything that I can do to kind of be more offensive or even defensive in that, in that manner. But with where this one got me was it's patented. This company did it. They patented this dual screen story where you play as guess what? A medium. Uh, and you can communicate with the spirit world and astral project and things like that. And when you do do those things and you're communicating with these spirits, it splits you into these two screens. And in your spirit realm, when you're talking with these things, it's the same condition. Like if you're in a building, it's the same condition that building was in when that child died or that person died. Um, and then your real person is still walking throughout that. And then there's times where you might have to go up a set of staircase, uh, where it's broken in the real world, but still intact in the old world. So that's not somewhere you can, you can get to, to solve this mystery. You got to kind of find that and then utilizing your astral projection, help yourself in the real world move throughout the level. So it was really wild to see that in that split screen and just see the difference of what it was in the real world and then seeing what that spirit world looked like. It was honestly super creepy. And the girl alone in the uh, gameplay video that I watched, was a 14-minute gameplay, um, so creepy. And she's nice. She's very friendly. The nice ghosts are creepy. Imagine what the not-so-nice ones are like. Yeah, so I can only imagine what's going on in there. Uh, very pumped about that. And that comes out super soon. Uh, comes out in 21 days, January 28th of this year. Mm -hmm. uh the medium comes out um i can't wait for that one this game reminds me of alan wake a little bit and that's what i'll play if it has a good story and it's a story like because i like hor i like horror i like you know mysterious or supernatural i like that type of stuff mm -hmm. so if it's interesting enough in that realm and this one is i will definitely play it um and this is one that i'm for the most part excited for but because it's uh it's so new. It's, it's I gotta so see new. More. I, I got to see more and it's popping up a little too yep. soon on my radar, but yeah. I think I will play it for sure. Yeah. I really only, I think I read about it yesterday or maybe this morning I sent that to you guys or something, but pretty, mm -hmm. pretty wild. It was recent. Yeah, and I got to say for me, this genre, um, I, I agree with James, but for me, it's very much on how it's done. Cause there's just the tropish garbage way that horror's always been done. But then there's the really cool, innovative, creative ways where they, people really put effort into making it creepy. And when Tyson brought this one up, I was actually surprised at how quickly I was excited about it. And one of the things that caught me by surprise is not to compare it to the game, but um, it seems like you use that split screen to solve some puzzles where you yeah. might get stuck in the real world and have to move in the spirit world. Um, and it kind of reminds me of Prince of Persia in the, in the puzzle solving regard. So I'm excited about that because I love the Prince of Persia series. I love most puzzle games uh, that are, you know, that mix the action and the puzzles together. With this one being more of like a, what do you call that? Like discovery and puzzle, but still, it looks really cool. Yeah, like I'm, I'm actually mystery, very excited about it. Mystery, puzzle, horror, because, yeah, I forgot to mention the, yeah, you are solving puzzles and, and figuring out how to maneuver and problem solve throughout the game, and that seems to be the majority of the fun. This is yep. categorized as a shit 
as, as a pants shitter, puzzle sharp the solver. Categorize the shit. <laughs> I mean, a pants shitter. <laughs> that's, that's the category for James, this one. It's just all. James does not, he's not looking forward to this game. No, I, I am looking forward to it. No, yeah. This but, is categorized uh, as a garbage fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, quite, I mean, it's it really is out of my category of gaming and my likes, but I'm pumped. That's why I was, I was surprised. Because yeah. it is kind of out of your realm. Ooh. But that does remind me just hopefully a quick shout it. out. Um, I see some similarities to this to a game I'm playing on the Switch right now called um, White Light, which is kind of a noir ghost story. And guys, check it out. It's a dope indie game and actually surprisingly creepy for the graphic style they chose. Uh, Got to be over 18 to consume White Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Drink, uh, drink white lightning while playing white light. It's uh, recommended. Speaking of ads, uh, we have an ad coming up just for you. This is tailor made, and please listen. And we're back. A little clean up. And shake it off now that and we've sh- Taylor Swifted you. I mean, Taylor made you. Oh, oh my God. goodness. <laughs> uh, just a little clean up. Uh, back for Blood comes out June 22nd. I forgot to mention that. Just wanted you to know it's coming up soonish. At least it's in the first or uh, the first half of the year. Three games ago. I know, I know. I forgot to mention <laughs> I'm just it. Teasing. I'm just no, I, I appreciate the callback, man. That's, uh, you it, know, you it, sit here and you get excited about a game as a listener. You're like, when, when's it coming? Is hey, it coming? Hey, so, now what's going to be more memorable is when Back for Blood releases. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to remember it now, and that's what I want. Listener, because uh, Listeners are only going to walk away with that date. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll be able to play with us at one point. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll need a fourth. Um, we'll just have some ghost noises of yeah, June not 22nd. Reliable. Oh, my gosh. June 22nd. <laughs> White ghost noises. <laughs> Why that? Just throughout the whole podcast. Uh, just clip that uh, and just post it's it in there. Scary? And because then it's, it's subliminal messaging, so everyone uh, okay. will play your favorite game. Also coming out in June. All, well, yeah, and that's and it's not supposed to. That's the thing. I think it was supposed to come out like in March. Uh, I don't know why they pushed it back because it's already a complete game. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. This is, takes the first three Mass Effects and uh, remasters it. It's not a remake. It's just a remaster where they take the HD. Uh, they go and, and make the, the textures more HD or Ultra HD or whatever it is these days. And they improve, um, I believe, a couple of portions of it. I'm hoping that they improve the gameplay in the first one. That's the only, like, this is, if you're listening to me, Bioware, the only thing you really need to do to improve Mass Effect is to improve the uh, make the first one uh, gameplay. Like the other two. First, uh, <laughs> feel like the second or third one. Uh, if you yep. do that, perfect. Because even the first part is kind of boring, but if the if you could at least have better uh, gunplay in it, it would be better. And so I'm I'm I know this is not a new game, but I'm so amped because I've been wanting to play Mass Effect again, and I almost went and started playing it last year, and I'm like, well. There's rumors coming away. Rumors are come are, are you know coming out that there's going to be a remaster and and sure enough there was and I'm pumped. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, plus I, I like seeing it all come to a, a nice easy collection in one place where like games like this that are memorable from so far back, it's awesome to go back and replay them. And how convenient to be able to do it on your new systems or even your last gen systems. So I'm I'm legitimately excited for that as well. Oh, now I'm curious. What platforms does this come out for? Uh, I don't know, but I can't wait to not play it. 
Uh, uh, we're going to have a podcast, hopefully, on at least the first one. I'd love to have a podcast on Mass Effect this year. Yeah, I can't wait to shit all over it in that podcast. You're going to play it, and you're going to be converting. Like, uh, uh, there's nothing else in this world besides Mass Effect. I just, there's just nothing else. It does come out for, this is a weird one. It comes out for PS4, Xbox One, and Windows. Huh. Nice. That's like one of the only games that's going to release on all three platforms. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? Cyberpunk's going to re- uh, release again this year. Nah, we'll never see another Cyberpunk. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm super amped for it. Super amped. Uh, I'm more amped for this one than the next game, which probably won't be coming out this year. Oof, that surprises me. Now, I disagree, James. I think this may come out this year for a couple reasons, but also I disagree because I am hella pumped for this one, especially (laughs) I think it looks better than the first. And this is Breath of the Wild 2, direct sequel to the Switch release game, which was Breath of the Wild. Um, It looks like it has a creepier factor. It looks like it's going to add another layer because Zelda stories are notoriously just really simple. Um, There's not much digging you have to do to understand what's going on. This looks like it's going to add something to it. Um, this one doesn't have a release date, but 2021 is the 35th anniversary of the Zelda series. And with the rumors that a Switch Pro is going to be coming out this year, this would be a console seller. I do believe that Breath of the Wild is still the number one selling game on the Switch. So they would have heavy incentive if they put the Switch Pro out this year to release that sequel as well. So I'm not saying it's guaranteed it'll come out this year, but considering those two things, I think it's got a good a good shot. Yeah. But, you know, I- everything's been getting delayed, so... I could see him selling it and releasing it on the pro to push consoles. Heck yeah. That's smart. Yeah, no, I agree. Like breath of the wild too. Uh, I like the first one quite a bit. It's not my favorite game. I think you guys like it more than I do, but um, yeah. I definitely recognize it as being a masterpiece and it's definitely an amazing game and cut the line, cut the line. Oh, it's not as bad. It's bad. It's good. No, it, it, they did such Give a good back that life raft. Shag, cut the line. <laughs> they did such a good job with that first one. I think the second one will be definitely, like you say, a console seller. So I think it will come out with the pro. Yeah. yeah. It'll be nice to see. It'll be uh, interesting to see if it releases this year or see what kind of information comes out. But yeah, a lot of speculation around this one, a lot of hype. So. I'm excited. I'm excited to try it. I think I think Tyson and I are both just Zelda fans in general, so it's pretty easy for us to get excited about any any Zelda announcement. Yeah, but before then, give us a Ocarina of Time re-release on Switch. Please, Gosh damn it. Both of them. Ex- that one and Majora's yeah. Mask. Expect that to always release on any platform you ever have because yep. you've set that standard. You've released it on every console, I feel like. But uh, anyway, so another another one that's coming out this year is uh, one that I don't know really how to feel about. I kind of feel like it's going to be a lot of fun, but what held me off of it to begin with was its name, Deathloop. Uh, didn't, doesn't sound interesting or fun at all. Uh, well, I mean, being in a death loop does not sound fun. So, Well, it just sounds, I don't, just something about that name, Deathloop. It's just, I don't know, it just seems lazy. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what do you do? Like in today's world, there's like hundreds of thousands of game names. No, and, I, and I'm not saying it's Mario. even bad. I'm not even saying it's bad. But um, I don't know what it was. Just for me, initially, Deathloop just it was just like I'm moving by. Like this is probably not going to be anything yeah. good. But what it is is uh, for me. Once I actually watched the trailers and started digging into it, is it reminds me a lot about uh, of Dishonored meets Hitman or not Hitman. Sorry. Uh, 
get that out of your brain. Uh, Dishonored <laughs> <laughs> meets Manhunt. Uh, if everyone remembers the old Manhunt man games, uh, you're a guy that's uh, in an arena, basically, and everyone that you run into the game is trying to kill you. Uh, that's the same thing here, except for you do get killed, uh, but that's part of the game. And it, you literally are stuck in this death loop. And the only way to solve the mystery, which, again, I don't know what the mystery is. Maybe it's the death loop itself. But he's trying, you know, you're trying to figure out why you're there, why these people are killing you, and basically how to stop it all, uh, from what I gather. And just getting better at your skills, better at your powers, better at killing is going to get you further and further in that game. And I like that type of thinking. I really hope it pans out to be that type of thing where... Uh, you just kind of kind of keep plowing away at it and really getting your timing down and getting more proficient at the levels to kind of keep moving your way through the story. So that's kind of what's got me excited about it and the supernatural elements of having powers. So uh, I loved Manhunt. I wish they'd release a Manhunt uh, nowadays and actually really deliver what you could do with a Manhunt nowadays on the current consoles. It would be amazing. Uh, but I think this is probably the closest we'll ever get to a, a true Manhunt. But uh I'm pumped for it. it yeah, it, I, I share Tyson's hesitancy with this one, although I'll say this. It's because of the nature of what they're proposing the premise of this game is. It would be very easy to fall into a super scripted, you don't really have the freedom to explore to find the solutions to the loop. And then it just becomes a repetitive, annoying game. But the other side of that is that it could be an incredibly interesting and innovative concept. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And considering the, what the, the comparisons that Tyson made with this dishonored and manhunt, I mean, there is a lot there to keep me interested. So I'm, I'm curious about it, but for me, I think I might wait and see once this releases and how, how the reaction is to it. And it might just be because I've been playing a shit ton of post void, but, uh, yeah, that's probably what it was because that's like what it is. It's just a death. Oh loop. <laughs> it reminds me of Hades a little bit, uh, and that one doesn't have like a death loop per se. But when you die, you restart back at the beginning. Yeah, and that's how. And then you keep doing that every time you die, and you, your father just mocks you. It's, yeah, that's Hades. And in I've a nutshell, al I've almost beat Post Void, so I'm I'm getting there. Yeah, the stream's almost up too. <laughs> <laughs> but this death loop, I, it's it has the chance of being a both. It's it's, it's a risky uh, pre order, I'd say. I'm going to put this down now. If you pre-order this, it's a very risky pre-order, but it has the chance of being a very good game if you just mm -hmm. wait. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. I definitely would not pre-order this, though. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to pre-order it, but uh, I it's one I'm keeping my eye on, and hopefully it's one that releases and uh, meets my expectations because I pulled the trigger on too many games, and I'm, I'm done pulling the trigger on crappy ones. Yeah, Almost and honestly, I do, I do wish him well <laughs> and hope that it is everything that we hope it is because... You know, none of us like to see these games, even if they're not in our genre or our style. It's it's not cool to see them fail. Like the, it's cool when you have new and exciting things coming out for everybody. So I, I do hope that that game is awesome. But I, I gotta say, I'm a little leery of it. And with that said, I probably am not putting a pre-order on a lot of the games that I mentioned. Probably Resident Evil and Sons of the Forest. Those are probably the only ones I'd ever pre-order. Because uh, again, I don't pre-order much unless it's something that I that I'm soup amped about. And those two for me on this list hit that. Uh, if but I, the next one might. Yeah, well, and this is, yeah. So anything that I'm excited for, I definitely, uh, if I get amped enough, I'll pre-order because with PC, there's a little secret. There's some places that will you'll get it like at $10 off on PC as opposed to other places if you pre-order. And so that's, for me, that's an incentive. Destroy your PCs. 
That's why you should be way PC. Way to just flex your PC privilege there, James. <laughs> PC. You got to be a special member to get that, though. You got to oh. be able to type in Amazon.com. Amazon. And pre-order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, this, this next one is definitely one that I'm actually, I will actually say this because there's so many good games so far. This is one that I've been excited for a long time. I don't know if I will pre-order, but I uh, Stalker 2. I played the first one. It came out, oh, let's say 10 plus years ago. It came out a while ago. And now I'm just thinking, when did it come out? But, oh, uh, crap. Uh, Deathloop comes out May 2021. 20, oh, you're, that's even worse. You're getting into now my everyone's game. everyone's going to oh, think about Deathloop. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stalker 2 does not have an announcement, but uh, it's been in development for a while. They announced it, I believe, two years ago. Uh, the trailers look, it, it really looks like Stalker 1, but with a lot of improvements, some of the, like, and I'm a little hesitant at times because I'm like, is this going to be enough? Um, di- is there going to be enough different and uh, like enough new from the original Stalker? Like with Sons of Forest, you see that you're like, they did oh, there's a quite ton enough. of yeah. stuff to improve this. Quite a Stalker lot, 2, I'm a little hesitant until I see more gameplay, but th- what I have seen there's been some really cool stuff. So I'm, I'm, I think it might be one of those like really good highs and some mediocre, just mediums kind of good stuff. Maybe not too low, not too many lows like cyberpunk. Uh, I didn't play stalker one, but while watching the trailer with you, uh, those anomalies and just the environment, very eerie, very creepy with still some supernatural elements, but also still harboring like this fear. Like, throughout yeah. the trailer, there is still, like, a sense of fear all throughout. And uh, that's what's got me kind of clinked in right there. So we'll see what comes about. But I, it's got me excited. I didn't play the first one, but it looks really cool. It reminds me of Metro. Yeah. Oh, it, it's a, well, it's Russian-made. And that, and it's very heavily influenced in the in the Russian world where you, you go play through it. You They, I, at least in the first one, I think they had subtitles. So they're still speaking Russian. Like, Strasvete, Kokobata. You know, and they're like, Bliet, Bliet, Nsuka, Tisuka, swear words. Buka Pintu. Trust us, this now turned into an adult-only podcast. <laughs> uh, no, but they, uh, the, the Russian's good. It is, because it, it is Russian, it's it's smooth. For people that speak Russian, it's it's good. Uh, if you don't, you at least get subtitles. In this one, I'm sure there will be voices overs, though. Yeah, James speaks Russian, so you can tell, you know, he's very proud of it. For those of you who can sprek in the Russian, sprek for the mo- for the motherland. For the motherland. Yeah. I actually really like it though when they do the languages in the native tongue and then have subtitles. It just feels more immersive. Yeah, I um, like. But I, I like don't know it. anything about this game, so I'm gonna have to check this one out post this podcast. Uh, but one I'm excited on, and I gotta say up front, guys, there are people saying it's gonna come out in 2021. I don't believe that at all because it's still in its code name. This isn't even the title of the game but Project Athea or Athea, however you want to pronounce that. Now, the reason I'm excited for this is several years back, I think four years, I could be wrong about that, they did a tech demo for something called the Luminous Engine that Square was working on. And then they moved that group over into their own studio, basically. So it's like Luminous Studio. And everyone thought that that was going to be the engine that the new Final Fantasy was going to be built on. And I can't remember if Final Fantasy 15 actually did use that engine. I think they did. But... They thought that the person shown in that tech demo was going to be it was it was actually going to be part of the new Final Fantasy. Now it's its own game, so it's a new IP that it's basically Final Fantasy that's not Final Fantasy, which I'm already hooked there. 
B, Luminous Engine looks incredible. I loved that tech demo, and the trailer for this looks even better. <laughs> and then here's what I'm really excited. So one of the things to me that makes this game look appealing is playing as this witch or this druid type character it reminds me of Morgan or Mordigan from Dragon Age, uh, which was one of the best DLCs for that game where you have to hunt her down and she was a cool character. So it's cool to like see a game that kind of focuses around that type of a character rather than your traditional like knights and, and, um, you know, knights and regular types of heroes. It's uh, someone who's kind of like off on their own doing their own thing a little bit more like a Viking style almost theme to it, but more fantasy based. So I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's a new IP and I love new IPs. I love when it's something that is a brand new thing, but I'm, I, I highly doubt it's coming out in 2021. I was going to say, there's not a whole lot on it. And usually if that's the case, especially with a project like this, but if it comes out this year, I'm excited for it. Cause it, it does look like it's going to be something very different. And I'm always excited for different. Yep, and they do have a trailer for it at least, so it is a game. We know that much, but that's about all we know. So I recommend looking it up, Project Athea. Yeah, I've not heard anything like it, but if it's anything like Final Fantasy, it can go take a hike and kick some rocks. <laughs> uh, much like the uh, kicking the rocks you do in Monster Hunter, because you know, because you can kick rocks in there. <laughs> you can in the in some in the PSP versions. I specific. Yeah, you can kick in there. I like There's how it's animation. the most limited version is the PSP version. Hey, you can kick rocks. Us Monster Hunter fans know us up. So speaking of how kicking rocks. Movie? James, cut the line. How's no. that movie? How was that movie? Was it good? Cut the line. <laughs> the movie. The movie I heard was horrible. My son loved it though. I didn't go. I didn't go and see it. Um, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. But uh, no, Monster Hunter Rise. It's coming out for the Switch. Uh, and another Monster Hunter game. Uh, most people probably got really into Monster Hunter with Monster Hunter Worlds that released on the consoles recently uh, over the last few years. Um, but this one is, uh, again, very exciting. I love mobile monster hunters. It's where I got into them with, uh, the PSP and then on the Nintendo switch. Uh, apparently they were on PS2. Uh, I never played them on that console, but I love that they were portable and I love what they offer for that portable realm, a really deep game with, uh, a long-term playability, uh, and on the run, you know, you can go anywhere and have that game and know you've got something fun to play. So this one's got me really excited. And I know my son's going to be really excited when I tell him about it. Um, <clears throat> hell, he probably already knows about it and has been trying to tell me for weeks, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm pumped about it. I can't wait to see what they have in there. And not only do they have the Palicos, but they have, uh, the Palamutes is what I think they're calling them, which I hate. I hate that name. I hate the pal crap. Uh, but you get a dog. You finally get a dog in a Monster Hunter. Yeah. So when I think of Monster Hunter, I've played a few of them. Not very long. Uh, they're fun. I could definitely see why it's a cult classic. Every time I play one, I'm always like, I'm going to go boot up Harvest Moon for, <laughs> for something else. I'm going to go play something where this is actually fun. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you would have loved one of the first ones. They had farming in there. You had to go to your farm and harvest your berries. It was a lot of fun. Way better than the Monster Hunter version. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, yeah th these are very much action-based farming games, for, and they're for loot whores and people that love to just grind gear out. Oh, yeah. So if you're one of those dudes that just loves to get the 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 top edge gear, the highest of the high, that's a game that you'll love. Cause that's all that game is, oh, is yeah. get better gear, go kill a bigger thing. So you can get better gear. So you can go kill a better thing. Yep. And they are fun, but 
they're very, for a very niche crowd in my opinion. Oh yeah, that's it's all you the, do. You kill monsters to get their parts to make it better to kill monsters. It's for those dra- <laughs> those people that are dragons deep deep inside that has to guard their gold. That has to just gather all that yeah. gold and treasure. That's that's you. You should Tyson. see my inventories in a lot of the monster hunters. It's impressive. I've seen your inventories in every game that we have that has loot or something that drops, it's, and they're very impressive. Th- I've seen your vast. inventory in your house, and you're a straight-up hoarder. Do you know? <laughs> do you even know how much magnum ammo I have in Resident Evil Four? It would blow your effing mind. You could run that whole game using nothing but magnum ammo, and you'd love your life. It's a secret? You're supposed to use it? Broken butterfly? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> this is a fact of Tyson's life. If he bought it and it came in a box. That box is folded up and tucked under the stairs. Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter if it was a box of cereal. Doesn't matter yeah. if it was a box of toilet paper. Hey, if, I need to re- if I need to return Lucky Charms, I need to have the box. Yeah, you need to have the box. In pristine condition, nonetheless. <laughs> so, speaking very, of boxes. Well, very much like how Monster Hunter <laughs> franchise is a blood-sucking franchise where it just keeps on coming out with more and more that's not different. The va- uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is coming out, and they're bloodsuckers, and it looks so good. Terrible. Em- emphasis on sucking. <laughs> <laughs> you can suck so much in that game, and it's just, I don't know what it sucks, but, you know, it's a, it's a, you can pretty much reclassify it as uh, a sucking simulator. Uh, this, this <laughs> <laughs> Jump off a roof, start sucking. It's great. Yeah, no, we, we saw, just we, got kicked off of iTunes. If you can't chew through, or if you can't chew your food and you have to suck it through a straw, this is a game for you. Vampire <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry, the second. So, I have a question. Have you guys, either of you, played The Masquerade Bloodlines One, the first one? Honestly, I thought this was a sequel to Vampire, the one with the Y, and that doesn't look fun at all. I didn't even claim that when it was uh, free on something, because that's how much no, I don't care that about game that game. I hear is pretty divisive on whether or not people like it. The Vampire the Masquerade allegedly was pretty good. I haven't played it. But honestly, anytime I see a vampire game come out, I just wish it was Legacy of Kane. I, I just I want more you, Legacy of Kane and Soul Reaver. <laughs> you love that. And, you love that franchise. Oh, I love it. I love it. And since this is not that, like, and it's 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 annoying because I'm holding it against this game that it's not like Blood Omen. <laughs> so I don't want to play it because it's not Blood Omen and it's not this game's fault. It's it's very you're gonna like it, uh, Shag. I'm pretty sure it's very RPG. It really it's looks very cool. story heavy. The first one, I I only played a little bit of it because by the time I got my hands on one, it was kind of like there's other games I was playing. It had the unfortunate timing to come out when Half Life Two, Halo Two, and a couple other like big games came oh, out. Oh, it's an old game. Yeah, it came out 2004, and uh, it, it has a cult following, a massive cult following of suckers, and. <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise comes out March 26th. Oh, you! <laughs> I'm not doing this intentionally. I promise. Cut the line. Cut the, Cut line. the line. Market zero. And this one, I, this is probably on the top of a lot of people's uh, hype train for because the trailer, the gameplay, it all looks really fun. It's a little weird because when you're, you know, it's first person, but then when you do like some like hand to hand, it will it'll actually scroll out to like a third person and do the flip and whatnot. Yeah, you watch them flip nice. over their back and, like, do this flip and then sweep the leg. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of nice. Like It's, it's nice weird. I haven't it. decided yet, but to be honest, it's not going to break the game for me. I could see some people maybe getting sick from it, but or not getting break sick. Wrist, it's just odd. Walk away. It's, it's just an break odd. The wrist yeah. And walk <laughs> break away. The wrist, walk away. It's just weird <laughs> to see it in that way. Like, yeah. to, to suddenly 
get broken out and do the flip. The running up the wall was really cool. I like that animation where you go to run up the wall and it goes in third person and you're just climbing it. But in the in the fighting, it was uh, it was weird to see, but I was liking it towards the end. But still, it's going to break immersion for sure. It's going to break immersion for sure. But uh, this game, and I think one of the reasons it just did such a good job, the original, um, the first one that is, it did such a good job because you had bloodlines. That's I mean, bloodline right there. You had different bloodlines. You had different um, were there uh, bloodlines factions? Different, you know, um, essentially so traits that came down based on how you chose to start out. Is kind I think of what you you're had saying. like royalty and like grunt style. They like, have, right? like well, you they have so in the in the first one they do have like no humans are for food. It's very vamp- <laughs> vamp- you know, vampire-oriented. You've seen these in the other I've always trophies. said humans are for food. When a vampire gets hungry. But the other one is like, no, we need to live next, you know, alongside them. They're not f- they're not just for food. We can take blood bags or whatever. Like, there's, and each one of them has crazy people in it. It's, it's a very, because um, I haven't played enough of it. I've watched some people play it. I, I, we should like do a played. podcast on it at some point because I think it would be a fun one to actually go back and visit. Um, because I, there's a lot of people that like this game. Vampire. Think this, yeah. this, this is one I should give a try, yeah. but I just haven't given myself an excuse to do it yet. And I need one for for this. It's You know, it's like when there's a franchise and you're just not sure where you land on it. Yeah. Like, I love vampires, but it's kind of like zombies. It's kind of been oversaturated, and it makes, makes me a lot more hesitant, even if the game does look good. But this one came out before, like, I think the whole exhaustion of the vampire craze. Um, and for you, Shag, I think it actually would be one I'd recommend that you hey. play. Just because you're one of the first Jazzercise instructors doesn't mean I, I give a shit about your Jazzercise. Uh, no, I do. I am excited for this uh, vampire, but until I make up my mind and play the game, uh, it will forever be known as Vampire Blade Lines. Blade Lines. <laughs> yeah, because that's what it seems like. It, it seems probably like it was Blade. influenced by Blade. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be if Wesley Snipes. not one of the Bloodlines, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I call being Ryan Reynolds. He was in the third one. And this one, we don't know when it comes out. And speaking of we don't know, the unknown, I don't know what this next game is that Shag has on the list. But he'll bravely (laughs) default to explaining it. (laughs) I will. And Tyson nailed it right on the head. This one I'm actually very excited for. It was a 3DS exclusive game prior. And it had a sequel, but it wasn't a numbered sequel. So there are two Bravely Defaults on the 3DS. And this one's going to be coming for the Switch. This is Bravely Default 2. A classic RPG with some twists on um, the controls because that's the nature of like Nintendo and the 3DS. They like to just kind of mess around with things you can do with the console itself. Um, so I'm expecting to see some of that with this game as well. But beautiful hand-drawn worlds, uh, fun gameplay, classic RPG elements. I mean, this is right smack in the middle of my wheelhouse for games I love. So I'm very excited about it. Um, I didn't finish the first one, but I loved um, playing it, and I I still need to beat it it's they're not easy but they are fun um but yeah it's coming out this one's coming out the 20 or february 26 2021 so pretty soon as well but it looks like it's only going to be on switch which is not surprising as a nintendo exclusive they tend to hold on to those pretty tightly it's a good call good console yeah and uh, nice to see some more switch love on here because most of the stuff that i like on switch is usually just stuff that's on other consoles but yeah maybe i need to dig more into the switch library and see what's coming out yeah that's the tough thing for me is deciding because i love the switch so much that i have to sit there and debate which games i'm going to get on the switch and which ones i need to get on the playstation and a lot of times it comes down to whether or not the graphic style 
is actually it's going to matter if it looks better on the playstation yeah, but if it's not like if it should be fine on the switch i'll usually default to switch yeah i don't i don't care if it looks a little uglier as long as it gives me that functionality Mm-hmm. You're, what can I hoard? It's like with The Witcher 3, right? He's like, well, that's a hoarding game. Uh, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It looks like a potato, so I'm going to get it for Switch. And yeah, exactly. All I do well, is Let's take hoard. a moment What's and talk about how like? genius the, the <laughs> controller design of the Switch is. Like, there is not a more comfortable controller design than being able to splay out with one arm over your head and the other one resting on your stomach and still play a game. That's like, how it I'm is usually the most comfortable it controller design of all time yeah they've really now they nailed just it. get it so they fit in your grip a little bit better and didn't slip and slide then you'd slip be gold I, I i completely disagree with the switch being the most control no <laughs> I, I don't i always it. play it with as the mobile i never disconnect anything that's where you're missing but none. i did get some you new controllers i got some new thicker ones that are it feels just like a regular controller so it's, it's yeah. nice now i he fixed got, the problem the new controllers he got uh, are really nice do you remember the brand of them or anything no you guys are going to want to look up some controllers that go to the Switch and just make some decisions. Cause... Just look up, uh, <laughs> just type into Google, thick controllers. Thick black dummy, controllers. Dummy thick controllers. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they really are. They're comfortable controllers. I, I was impressed, actually. A little weight to them, but it, it just adds to the comfortableness. And so with the game, like the Bravely Default 2, um, I looked at the first one. It's not quite my style, but if... With that style, if it can bring me in with a story or something like that, so I might actually check it out, the first one at the very least. Yeah. If it can bring me For in there, I will like it. a more familiar game that people would recognize better, uh, it's very similar to Octopath Traveler. Hmm. I mean, I've heard of that one. It's still another one I haven't played, but I might yeah. look into it. I think I'll wait for uh, Bravely Default 3 to come out before I just uh, call this whole franchise a garbage franchise. Well, and... <laughs> <laughs> we so we've we've covered a few rumors already, like you know the the Switch Pro, um, but there's a bunch more coming out this year, and uh, much more things that we speculate are coming out this year. Yeah, yeah. and we'll just lightly touch on some of our favorites yep. that we heard, and really the reason we want to talk about this is to put it out there into the air, like the like the secret, and just hope that these things come true. <laughs> no, this is for you for sure. You shag. This is yes. <laughs> so uh, the the rumor that I threw in here. Um, is that Sony? I've heard rumors that Sony is looking to buy from Konami the Silent Hills. I don't know if they're buying the entire franchise or just that new title that Kojima was working on with the PT demo uh, and the entire Metal Gear franchise. And I really hope that happens because Konami seems to be wanting to kill that. Although there is a rumor that there's a Metal Gear 6, but without Kojima, it's not Metal Gear in my book. But if Sony buys it, I'm almost positive that they will do everything they can to get Kojima back into the the head of that program. Mm. And I also really want to see PT materialize as a real game. So Ko- Konami, if you're listening and this is a real thing, don't be scrubs, don't be selfish and greedy. Let Sony take it and put the money into it and give us the game we want since for some reason you decided that it wasn't worth investing in. Uh, if it's not worth investing in, give it to someone who's gonna who thinks it is worth investing in. Nothing against you guys. I love your games. You have great games, but don't let these two series die. Give it to someone who will put I, the right guy back in charge of it and let it carry on. I have one thing to say on this, Konami. Konami, let I have a life die. hack. PT is selling the console on the console for thousands of dollars. All you have to do is release the demo. For fifty dollars, and you'll probably make a million dollars, a couple oh, million dollars yeah, off this. That, that's gonna make Literally, my hard drive five, worthless. A five dollar demo and just make it available again. I guarantee uh, you'd make a profit. That's, that's gonna my make thing. my hard drive worthless. Stop giving them ideas. It's just 
I don't I don't get how they're like they don't want to make money apparently. So um, I I don't want them to take advantage of people, but people want PT at the very least PT. Yeah, just the demo. Put it back out there. Quit being assholes. Yeah. yeah, and I'm a huge Metal Gear fan, so I've, I obviously have a huge bias skewed that way. Um, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping those rumors are true, and I'm hoping that if it is true, Ko- Konami will uh, deliver. Oh yeah, we so, already talked about the second one, which is the Switch. We got Pro, the Switch so I'm just Pro. Skip over that. Yeah, and we got the Sony PlayStation VR too. Have you guys played the first one, the the PlayStation VR? Uh, I think I tried it once or twice. Because I have it. Yeah, and it was just the Batman fun. game. Oh, that game was so much fun with yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, Resident Evil 7 is where it was at. That game looked fun. It was just fun with that with the PlayStation VR. And they did such a good job with the console they had. The PlayStation 4 VR looked very close to what my uh, PC VR setup was at the time. I'm impressed. At 720, very impressed. I think if they can make this a 1080 or hopefully 1440, uh, the PlayStation VR 2 will be a killer. And it's rumored to be coming out of out at around four hundred bucks, so three ninety nine. That's not a bad deal. Mm. Yeah, not 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 too shabby. So, and if these horror games keep capitalizing on how VR really plays well into that field, uh, they may actually finally convince me to adopt into VR. But they just we'll, need we'll to keep to on see. going. We'll have to see what games come out. So uh, Tyson's been waiting this whole time. He's been waiting an hour to talk about this. He's deleting all our notes. Okay, what do you want uh, to talk about? I deleted my rumors. What so did you want to talk get about? To these rumors. Uh, <laughs> so here's some big ones. These are some big ones. So and I'm gonna go through them real quick. But these are all Xbox related. But they're big. They're big news. Uh, one of the rumors that I got through the rumor mill is uh, all non MMO games. So if it's non MMO. Doesn't doesn't count. Uh, all non MMO games, Bethesda Zenimax titles will be exclusive starting 2021. That's big news. Bethesda's makes Elder Scrolls. That's my shit. That's my jam. And my number one uh, response to this is Sony started it with all all their exclusives. They buy third party companies and make exclusives out of them. Don't justify what Xbox is doing. All I'm saying is that I think Xbox is doing this because Xbox is losing the console war. They've been losing it for years and and if they want to stay exclusive and to be honest, I'm defending them because guess what else it's releasing on? PCs. Guess what a lot of their exclusives Hardly anybody plays PC, okay? It's proven fact that I made up. Um, The next rumor... Malarkey Town, okay? The next rumor, Xbox will be dropping... Now, this one's very exciting, actually, and I hope Sony follows with this one, if it's true. Xbox will be dropping the Xbox Live Gold or rolling it into their Game Pass service. Free-to-play games will not require any subscriptions. That's what it should be. I should be able to play World of uh, uh, Warships without a PSN membership. If it's a free-to-play game, I should be able to play it without anything. Yeah. That's good clarification because I misread that and thought that the Game Pass wasn't going to have a subscription fee. And I was like, what? No, that's not what yeah, I heard. No, that doesn't, that doesn't make <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, I agree. Free-to-play games should be uh, able to be played regardless of whether or not you subscribe to whatever the Plus service is or the Gold service. The only game on PlayStation that I know that does that is Final Fantasy XIV. And that's because you're already paying a Square Enix for a subscription to play that game. 
I have to edit out so much Final Fantasy talk. Uh, once again, PC. <laughs> PC, uh, you're not going to have any issue. Just go buy a PC. Really? Uh, this is my number one PlayStation advice. Stop buying consoles. Stop buying PC. Start buying PC because PlayStation consoles. you're going to not have you're to You're lucky I'm quarantining because I literally would have strangled you right you, there. You pay to, $10 less I don't know why the new games. Sin. I don't, know less. I don't know why he keeps saying not to buy the consoles, and then he says buy PlayStation console. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Next rumor. Next rumor. Several additional titles are launching exclusively to the Xbox ecosystem next year, uh, some of them being Forza Horizon 5, Starfield, which is a new Bethesda game, I believe, and Wolfenstein 3. Uh, Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein. Uh I've never played Forza Horizon. I'm not a big car racing game, but I really liked their 2019 E3 reveal for that and, like, the events you could have while you're racing. It really got me excited about the racing game. Um, but seeing that they're really grabbing a lot of these exclusive launch titles, and some of these are big ones, like Starfield, freaking Forza Horizon. Like, those are big titles, and if they're all coming mm -hmm. exclusive, Wolfenstein... <laughs> Excuse me, goodness gracious. <laughs> that was the weirdest that, that... noise I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> no, we're keeping that in. That that's that's what that's what my body thinks about that news. Uh, <laughs> I, all I see is exclusive to PC, exclusive to PC, and even PlayStation is now PlayStation releasing console. It's so weird. Keep Sony's, Sony's play, releasing so many things to PC also, but not Xbox. This this, this whole war is just making me feel good because I get everything I want. Yeah. I, have to, I have to say this, though, because and this is just my perception of it, right? But it seems weird to me, Xbox's model here. I like it that they're bringing everything into a, like anything that releases on Xbox will also be on PC and vice versa. The, all the games are going to come out for all their ecosystem systems. But like at this point, it's like, then why even have the Xbox? Just, just go back to being a PC game company. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but it's like most people have a, a computer of some type and a lot of people on top of that have a console it is a much smaller crowd of people that have several consoles so so like the, how many the direction that they're going i'm like how about you i mean and i guess it doesn't matter because for me i will be picking up these exclusives on pc because there's no reason for me to buy xbox because i know they're coming out on pc so my problem is they already have so many users on xbox that and they do xbox because they like both the brand and they also like the the cheap console they're gonna they're, they'd lose so much money in the long run i think by just alienating them and say hey get a yeah. pc that's an extra thousand dollars spend a ton of money on a on a pc to get it to the level that the consoles sell for like what you get packed into the budget of a console is it would be significantly more pricey to do that same thing on a pc i'll do an article someday to, where it, it will be a little bit more but i can get you a pc that will run about as good as a console i guarantee you in the next year i'll do an you article can, on it. but not for the cost is what i'm saying like you for sure can and you can keep it close Exactly. But the advantage to a PC as well is that you can go way beyond what the consoles can do. So I'll write an article because we're going to get into the next, like this is the next rumor, but it's not a rumor because this is what we're doing for the year. This is, <laughs> I want to talk about what we're doing for the year. So the Games Revealed brand, the Bunny Strike brand, we have a lot of cool projects coming in um, for the year. And to start it off, I think we want to start uh, doing some streaming. So when we do the games that we play, for the podcast, we're going to do some streams for so you can watch us. We'll throw links in to where you can find us. Me, I'm um, on Twitch and I think on uh, YouTube, I'm the brink. And so uh, it's not very hard to find me, but we'll start. We'll, we'll have us uh, 
through the, the next few months, we'll have a bunch of information on the streaming and all that. Uh, that's going to be very interesting. And so you'll, you'll, you'll be able to get a little bit more of like, cause each one of us obviously has very different tastes and different opinions on all this stuff. So if you have one of us that you like a little bit more on uh, their opinions and stuff, you can ask us questions on the stream and all that stuff. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and then like with the mobile app, we're about to release a new version of the mobile app and the website is, has been in the works for two months. We have a whole new version of all these. We're going to be having articles, video articles. We're going to be, you can find our podcasts there. You can find quizzes and we're going to have a lot. We just have so many new features coming out for this stuff. And we have a fun time doing this. And this is a part of the reason we're doing this is to help uh, both, you know, just us to have a living. So we're not doing secondary jobs um, and doing, so we can do this full time while we actually make a video game. Cause we've been developing a video game for almost a year now. And, any anytime that you visit our site, anytime that you help us out with like donations or anything, it helps go to funding our game and also us being able to bring you more awesome content. Yeah, if you're loving what we're doing here, this is what we're trying to do it for, and we're excited to to bring it if it's liked. Exactly. <laughs> and so. if it's not liked, we're still happy to bring it. <laughs> we just bring it. That's what we do. That's all we do. No, and in in, re- in regards still to the streaming, um, we'll we'll have more announcements about the scheduling of those as as we get closer to rolling that out. Uh, But I did want to add that for me, I'm not super great with social media. So uh, if you are interested in interacting or um, being able to chat with me, when I do get the stream rolling, that's going to be the place to, for me to interact with you. Uh, That'll probably be the easiest spot for me to keep up with people. So, and he answers all the intimate questions. I've asked him so many things on there that I just didn't want to know, but I was joking and he answered. And now I know about his personal life, which is unfortunate. Yep. And, and little did James know is that he did want to know them. <laughs> yeah, it's like falling into a well. He's he's in the well now, and no one's going to bring him a ladder. Ricky t- Ricky Tiki Timbo is not coming back out. Yeah, Lassie's taking a break. <laughs> all right, she's had it with your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, for sure. Like we're we're going to get a little more personal. We want to make sure that people are, that are listening have access to us. We enjoy talking to people. We're all very social people here, and so we enjoy it. We enjoy people Plus, that. Yes. Or plus, we all have to, we have to play all these games before we podcast about them, anyways. So exactly. it just seems like you know what what are we not doing this for? We might as well do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll see my social medias, like James was saying. Eventually, uh, I like the background noise that I'm making right now. So enjoy that. I made it for just our our Finnish listeners. That's for you. That background noise you just heard. I but, barely heard it. Oh, well, silence the official sound of Finland. (laughs) (laughs) That's offensive. I hear water. No, it's not. I hear water. He said there was a background noise. Oh, he's just messing because there's a background noise. Oh, there was a background noise, but apparently no one could hear it. I am not crazy. Uh, But no, so back to the (laughs) streaming. Uh, Pump to try and stream these games that we're playing and and hopefully interact uh, more with our listeners out there and, and, you know. This year is going to be a good year. Yeah, we're pumped about this year. Pumped about what we're doing with the podcast, with the game, with uh, Games Revealed, and everything else that we're doing. So it's going to be a good year. 2021. The year of me playing horrible mods is going to be fun. I'm going to pack down, like, Fallout New Vegas with 20 mods and just see if I can destroy my system and my mind. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Turn it into garbage. You know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again, just because we really do appreciate it. But thank you to our Finnish listeners. The support means a lot to us. We're always looking to see 
if 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 we're still being listened to and if we're growing and we've noticed that you guys are out there listening so thank you so much it means a lot eight percent of our audience right now is Finnish, and that is awesome so shout yes definitely a special shout out for you guys yeah uh and gals oh yeah yeah shout out to y'all and shout out to everyone else all the other ones that are one and two percenters and our you know the big one that's our Major one, America. <laughs> America. We appreciate oh you gosh. guys too, but not as much as our Finnish listeners. I learned yeah. some Finnish for them. Yeah. All three. I, I've all been learning English you in America that are listening. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's not discounted. There could be a lot more. Like, no, thank you guys for, <laughs> for hey, listening. You I'm guys, not good at math. <laughs> uh, we've noticed that, you know, we've been hard. growing every month and uh, we're still here because there's, we have listeners still. Like, we're growing and we, we enjoy that. And thank you guys for listening. Yeah. A special thank you. Yeah, and uh, we'll continue to bring great content. We'll have a uh, just keep an eye on our social media, which is uh, revealed games on Twitch or not Twitch, but Twitter and uh, games revealed. I think on Facebook, those are the two that we really do. But we'll be yeah. getting more into the YouTube and 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 Twitch stuff too. And we'll have videos. We'll eventually start streaming this podcast so you can watch it live. And we're gonna have fun this year. This is gonna be a fun year, and this is a year for you guys. Oh yeah, look forward to yeah, seeing boy. you guys virtually so anything else any other rumors any other fun stuff anything we're working on we're, we're not going to reveal too much of the game we've been working on um it's still in very early acts or uh, not access but early development but we're having a fun time that's uh, it is fun just working with games i will say that yeah it, it's going to be the next no man's sky slash cyberpunk oh no 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 <laughs> nope i think that <laughs> i think that wraps it up well, let me drop three quick ones on you that we're not going to talk about them, but I am excited for these. So Near Replicant, which is a remake of the old Near game, but the Japanese release version, which has some slightly different story modes. Hogwarts Legacy, which is weirdly looks fun. Like, I don't care about existing IPs for movies and stuff, but the game looks fun. I'm excited about it. And then Elden Ring, which is a RPG-style game that George R. R. Martin is in cahoots with. So those are all really interesting games also to keep an eye out for, and we'll just tack those on at the end here. Yeah, those those do look like good games. I liked uh, Nier. And uh, Hogwarts, I'm not... I mean, I enjoy Harry Potter, but that one looks like a killer game. That's uh, yeah, my, it does not look bad. It, looks, it definitely get, looks like the fans should be happy about that. So, well, with that being said, this has been a great podcast. This is going to be a great year. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, you guys keep it classy, I guess, for the rest of the year. 2021 is going to be awesome. Uh, I'm going to say my Finnish word now, and I'm going to murder it. Yahavaitset. Oh, there we go. And uh, what does that mean? It means farewell. Hopefully. Ooh. It might mean like <laughs> F.U. Finland. Uh, hopefully Google Translate's not messing with me. But uh, uh, that was the one I dared even try, because a lot of the other ones, once I started adding words, I don't know if I could have done it. Well, thank you for that. Uh, it took hours. Last note on the podcast. It took hours. <laughs> you know what? And please, oh please, gosh. please critique how he said that. Yeah, I mean, have just I give said... it to him. Just give it to him. Lay into him. <laughs> We're going to make a Reddit uh, sub. Oh, my gosh. We already have one. But <laughs> right. it. Okay, guys. This has been the Games Revealed Podcast. This is James. I'm Tyson. And this is Shagwa. Peace out, guys. Yeah, have I said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. This is James here, just here to promote some awesome merch. You can check out one of our best items, which is the bunny bitten hat at shop.bunnystrike.com. 
or you can uh, find a link on our website at gamesrevealed.com. You can also check out quizzes, articles, and additional podcasts there. And you can also add to the discussion. So if you have something to add about, the, let's say, the podcast, whether you liked it, didn't like it, or what your thoughts on the game are, please go there and just make a comment. We love, definitely love positive feedback, but if you have some constructive feedback, please leave it. Uh, You can find links also in the description of the podcast. So what are you waiting for? Get going to one of the best up-and-coming websites that has new features every week. Okay, catch you guys later.